Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning or afternoon or night, whenever you click on the podcast. Welcome to Trust the Tape, episode 36,126, recently voted America's favorite podcast, which... Did you get the plaque in the mail? Quite an honor. Really uh, I didn't, but I got a phone call from somebody who just asked, what's your favorite podcast? And I said, Trust the Tape is America's favorite podcast, which I believe counts. So welcome to America's favorite podcast, the best that there is and was and might ever be. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh at JC1053 on Twitter, alongside my co-host, Dane Brugler at DP Brugler on the Twitter. And we have got a good one today. Dane did a mock draft. The world is about mock drafts. <laughs> I do radio. If we could, a guy I work with, Mike Bassick, would want to discuss a mock draft every segment. We do around the NFL every day. If he can find a mock draft, he'll do it. Most of the times I just talk about how stupid the mock is because the guys don't know what they're doing. But Dane's here, and he does. So we got a mock draft. We got a senior bowl preview. Yeah, I'm at Senior Bowl next week with a Shrine game this week, so uh, the All-Star games are in full force right now. A big, big part of the process. It's the last time that we get to see these players on the field, in pads, in a football setting. You know, the Combine's great, workouts are great. Senior Bowl, Shrine game, these are actually, you know, football players doing football things, and so it's a great chance to evaluate these guys. Plenty of storylines to talk about. Uh, and the preview for next week's uh, Senior Bowl in Mobile. I'm a tights guy. I like to see what they can do in tights. I, I you kind know, of my thing. That doesn't surprise me. You would say yeah, that, yeah. Uh, but I agree. It is important. It's definitely a big part of the process. But I don't think people should overlook the these All Star games as well. Uh, plenty of big time players in my mock draft. Actually, I have seven Senior Bowl guys. So, uh, and you know, there, we'll have more Senior Bowl guys in the second and third round. But still, plenty of top-tier guys that we can talk about uh, that will be in Mobile. Outside of making incredibly uncomfortable jokes about people in tights, uh, if you ever have a massive interest in the draft and it's like, man, what one event should I go to if I want to watch players and try to figure out who's awesome? It's not the Combine. It's the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I would pick the Senior Bowl over the Combine. And I'm I'm an expert because I've been to both. I said you've done both. um, And, you know, I've done both every year for the past 10 years. And... Each one has its merits. I mean, I, we, we could debate which one's more important, which one uh, you know, is more beneficial. It'd be different if you could be on the field during the combine. Well, and that's a, a big part of the combine is also the interview process and just the the fact that Indianapolis turns into NFL Central for a week, which is beneficial after hours as well. I watched Miles Jack running 10-yard uh, get-offs on the, on the rubber bands yeah. in a, like a convention center or hotel hallway. Yeah, oh, yeah, we were walking back from the bar. I was drunk. Uh, I saw but Miles Jack was just there. Deshaun Watson doing the same thing last year. I mean, that's it, there. You see some bizarre things in Indy that week. But with the Senior Bowl, like I said, it's the last time we get to see these guys doing football things. And I, 
I think practices are open to the public, so I don't think you have to have this all exclusive, all inclusive uh, VIP pass to to get in there. So it's it's something that uh, it's worth checking out if you're into the draft, like you said. So uh, I think we should start with the underclassmen deadline was yesterday, and once again we're triple digits. Well, congrats over. to Stanford though. Yeah, Bryce Stanford, Love is going back. Stanford's getting a good running back back there, and Clemson that they return their entire defensive line, which is just ridiculous. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, I think good chance he would have been a first rounder. Christian Wilkins, same thing. Uh, even Austin Bryant would have been uh, a, not a top tier draft pick, but top 50, top 60. So to get all three of those guys back and best recruiting job that Clemson has done this year. Uh, so they're loaded once again, but the guys that did come out, we had over a hundred. I don't think any big surprises, you know, we had the, the guys at the top, Saquon Barkley, the quarterbacks uh, with Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rose and Sam Darnold. Um, Quentin Nelson, uh, you know, plenty of uh, big-time underclassmen that make this 2008 draft class go from, I, I thought, you know, a decent class to uh, an above-average class. Uh, I'm answering Twitter questions in the middle of Trust the Tape, but I don't need to do that because we got other stuff going on. Uh, wh- where do we want to go? Do we want to go Senior Bowl stuff, or do we want to go Dane's Mock Draft? That's who did Mock Draft. Dane's we'll finish draft. it with Senior Bowl. Do what? We'll finish it with Senior Bowl. Start with the mock draft. Michael Gallup, guy to watch at the Senior Bowl. He's my number one guy to watch, Dane. I have him marked down here. He's my number one guy to watch. Why is that, though? That competition. I think watching him against Alabama, he's Colorado State wide receiver. Watching him against Alabama, there's some good, and then there's some, uh, and so just to see him consistently going against guys that are NFL guys, because you've you talked about him before he's yeah. a really really good player because you say hey what's he not good at and the list is empty it's like hey why is he going to be a really good NFL player and you're like well he's well-rounded and so I just need to see it translate against decent competition rep in and rep out well and plus we get to see these wide receivers one after the other and a chance to really and is Miller's there right as of right now just we're waiting on confirmation on that. Washington's there. Yes. Okay. Washington's the, uh, there. The Senior Bowl official rosters come out tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. Um, so we'll see what those look like. Cortland Sutton will not be on those rosters. He will not be at the Senior Bowl. He I wouldn't de- worry about it. He's overrated. Anyway. He declined his invitation. Whoa. Um. Sorry. Sidebar there. But Back to Dane's mock draft. Yeah, we'll get to the Senior Bowl here in a little bit. Um. But yeah, start with the mock draft. Uh. Start at the top. No surprise with the first two picks. Darnold Rosen. Yes. Browns, Giants. The Browns at number one. Like, it's still amazing to me they haven't drafted a quarterback in the top 20 since 99. It's time to just take a shot. And if they think Darnold uh, can be that guy, take a shot on him. We'll see what the new front office decides to do. And the Giants, they just they don't expect to be picking in the top five uh, very often. And so if you have a chance to get the quarterback of the future and you're okay with Josh Rosen... Uh, then, uh, you know, make the pick. You know, just, I don't know. It, as much as we talk about with Darnold and his issues on the field with turnovers and some of the questionable decision-making, there's plenty of that with Rosen, too. And we're, I was watching Jordan Lasley, the wide receiver for UCLA, watching his tape yesterday. And Rosen, uh, plenty of up and down on his tape as well. It's not like he's a flawless prospect. So I was watching Armani Watts last night, and he was hmm. playing against Rosen. And I was like, man, Rosen, there's some weird throws in here. Yeah, and that weird. Yeah, the A and M game was. But I don't watch quarterbacks till the end because our uh, our Godfather 
the dad of our scout tree. Yes. He hates quarterbacks. Yes. So we don't watch them for a while. Mr. Blake Bortles, Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Brian brought us. Shout out to Brian brought us. Listen to the draft show with yes. Dane and Brian. And you're going to do two podcasts today. I'm going to, as soon as I'm done here, zoom over up to the star. And uh, KT's coming. You guys are playing a game at 1040. Yeah. He does game shows. Jeopardy. <laughs> draft Jeopardy. I love it. Uh, okay, back to the mock draft. Back to the mock draft. Colts at number three. They can go so many different directions here. Uh, pass rusher with Bradley Chubb, Minka Fitzpatrick if they need a DB. And then go running back with Saquon Barkley. Uh, Quentin Nelson improved the offensive line. Barkley. I'm going Bradley Chubb, the pass rusher. Okay. Uh, I, I think they they need to get help on defense. Uh, this, again, he's not Miles Garrett, but he still can make a big impact off the edge. Number four, the Browns. I know a lot of Browns fans want Saquon Barkley here. You're taking Minka. You look at what John Dorsey did getting Cream Hunt in the third round last year. This is a deep running back class. I think he feels good that he can get a very talented running back at 33, 35 with the third round picks. So I've got Minka Fitzpatrick here. The Browns were last in the league in takeaways with 11 last year. Or no, sorry, 13 takeaways last year. Still Not very many, Dane. Still terrible. Dead last in the NFL. So Minka Fitzpatrick, you can play him a corner, you can play him a nickel, wherever. He's going to make your secondary better. Who is your, I'm going to do sidebars throughout your entire mock draft, so deal with it. Who's your second running back? Geis? Um, right now it's Geis. Who's yeah, your I, third running back? Carry on Johnson. I've got. You expect two running backs to go in the first round, right? Or more? You know, I. Because I, I got a game I want to play with you real I quick. I think we'll have two. Is In this mock draft, I only have one, Barkley. In the back half of the first round, it's just, it was hard to find a partner. For to to put guys in there. Where so. I'm going is, would you rather have and whoever's out there? You could have. There could be people who have a lot of third running backs. I think, whether it's Chubb or Michelle, whether it's right. Geis, whether for Ron, me it Ronald might Jones. end up being Ronald Jones. I yeah. love Ronald Jones. Would you rather have Saquon Barkley at four or Ronald Jones, Carry On Johnson at 34? And that's. That's what the question, I think the Browns will look at that. And same thing with the, maybe the Colts. Uh, you know, they look at it and say, okay, Barkley's the best player on the board, but he's kind of on a similar tier as a Minka Fitzpatrick and what we think he can do for our secondary. Meanwhile, we feel really good about the running back depth. So I would lean towards waiting until the second round if on the Browns with the 33rd pick, 35th pick. I feel really good about that. And so I have Saquon Barkley as my number one running back with a first round grade. And then I've got three running backs with a first, one or two, uh, late first, early second round grade. And that's Geis, Carryon Johnson, and Ronald Jones. So I feel really good. I can get one of those three at 33, 35. And that's what, if I'm the Browns, that's why I would lean Fitzpatrick over Barkley. Back to mock draft. All right. So we are back at number five, Denver Broncos. <sighs> I'm sorry, Denver. Baker. Baker. Uh, I'm sorry. Baker. Josh Allen, Wyoming. No. No. Uh, no, are you wearing an OU shirt right now? I am. It's a <laughs> sorry, Baker. it's one of the light, uh, dry fit hoodies. Oh, perfect uh, for 20 degree weather this morning. Well, that's why I also have a coat on. <laughs> that's what I don't have any long sleeve shirts, so I have to go t shirt, uh, light hoodie, coat. Gosh, you're still 22 years old. Yeah, I'm a child. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend has to buy me more stuff. So, Denver, okay, look, I haven't watched Josh Allen still. Uh, I'd I've seen some of the gifts on Twitter, and I get it. The dude can make some really weird throws that other people can't Just wait till next week when he's going to be on the field, and he's going to be zipping these throws. And again, him and Baker are both every other one is going to hit the eighth throw. Well, look, in a controlled setting like that, Josh Allen should shine. He should look really good. There's no no pass rush in practice. 
You know, there's no, uh, you know, like there are, there is pressure. There are some nerves, you know, in that type of setting, but it's still a very controlled setting. Uh, you're not, you don't have to read the defense. You don't have to kind of read your progressions. It's just making throws. And I think Josh Allen is good enough to do that. So with Denver coaching him, with John Elway loving, we know John Elway is going to love that skill set. Oh, yeah, which, Six, is, five, which is exactly Big time why arm. he's where he is because he loved that skill set before. Yeah, I, and that's what you, and that's fair with Paxton Lynch and Osweiler. Uh, and you, but will he think outside the box enough to go with a Baker Mayfield? I, I, see, I'm not there yet. Now, maybe between now and the draft, you know, will that that'll make more sense? But right now, where we are, I lean Josh Allen here. Maybe Josh Allen is going to make it and be a successful quarterback. But I've seen people do the numbers comparisons, and not that college stats are the end-all, be-all, or even the most important thing. But mm-hmm. no one who's played the way he played in college football has ever been good in the NFL. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And but, it, he, but he's the guy. It's tough. And you could say the same. You could say that there's been no FCS quarterback who started only a year and a half. Uh, you know, Before some of the things Wentz? that Carson Wentz did in college, you know, went on to be, uh, you know, an MVP caliber quarterback. So I, I get it. I think the senior bowl will carry a lot of weight. If he goes to Mobile and shines, like I think he is able to do in that type of controlled setting, I think it's, you know, teams are really going to make excuses for some of the things they see on tape. Obviously, he needs development. Obviously, he needs to improve in a lot of areas, but you can't teach a lot of those physical traits, and that's what teams will hang their hat on. Uh, and the character, too. He's a, everything that comes out about him that I've talked to with, with scouts and different people. Say he's a great kid, willing worker. So uh, the character and the makeup is there as well. Uh, Jets at number six. Uh, you know, three quarterbacks off the board at this point could go Baker Mayfield. I want Saquon Barkley. Doesn't matter who's at quarterback. Barkley's going to help that offense. Tampa Bay at number seven. More offense. Quentin Nelson uh, help uh, protect Jameis Winston. They need to make some upgrades in the interior of the offensive line. Quentin Nelson does that. If he, uh, Quentin Nelson makes it to seven. Mm-hmm. It's a steal. Yeah. And he's a guard. Yeah. If that guard makes it to seven, that's a steal. And that's saying something about He's him. a monster. Eight, Chicago. Have Denzel Ward, the corner from Ohio State. Uh, gives Chicago a playmaker they can use on the back end. San Francisco, number nine. Roquan Smith. This is not an overreaction to Tear. Reuben Foster. Um, I, Reuben Foster is your mic. You put Roquan at the will. Gonna bring back uh, Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman flashbacks for 49ers fans, and plus, at worst case scenario, it does give you some insurance in case that's gonna be their pick. Foster has some off field or some injuries creep up like they did last year. So, Roquan Smith, number nine to the 49ers. It's gonna be their pick, Dane. I like it. You're gonna leave that one, aren't you? Just wait till all you the way through. You're just gonna wait leave till you're number one. ten. Okay. Oakland Raiders, Vita Vea. Dane. The what? The Raiders. They've Why? got Khalil Mack in that, in that front seven. Yeah. They need help on the interior. Big time help. And Vita Vea can be that guy. 340 pounds. He can rush the passer. He, he can hold the point. Uh, he can push the pocket. He can do a lot of things. So Vita Vea, the traits, I think, have a good chance landing him top 10. 11. I don't like what you're doing right now. Another linebacker. You're taking all the Cowboys. No, Miami don't take Dolphins. Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. You are a. I could see Baker Mayfield going here. I can here. say bastard on the podcast. You're a yeah, bastard. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I could see Baker Mayfield going here. Uh, I don't know how they feel about Tannehill coming off the injury and all that, but if they go defense, Tremaine Edmonds, I think, 
is going to be a top 15 guy. Uh, it looks like a defensive end with that size, runs like a safety. Uh, the instincts are there. Uh, great kid. Also one of the youngest players in this draft. So I think the ceiling is very high for Tremaine. The roof. Ceiling is the roof. Cincinnati at number 12. Uh, Connor Williams, Texas, the offensive tackle. They need tackle help in Cincinnati. Green Bay at 13. Time out. Well, Stop on Connor Williams. What do you got? Uh, we're kicking this around last night. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we talk about the Cowboys too much here, but we have a lot of DFW listeners to the podcast. If he made it to 19, is Connor Williams a guy that the Cowboys are a little different? They have their tackles. Yeah. But would you take Connor Williams and say, hey, we think you could play tackle, but you're a guard for us? I don't I. I, don't, I wouldn't feel great about him at guard. Yeah. I feel okay with it. I think he could do it, but I, to me, I'm not drafting him in the first round. And unless I would, like, I had an opportunity to work him out extensively pre draft as a guard. And are there other non Quentin Nelson guards that you would say I'd rather have him play guard than Connor Williams play guard? Um, I, I well, I think when you include the value, you know, like I get a Will Hernandez in the second round. From UTEP, the guard, you know, I feel a lot better about that value than Connor Williams in the first and having to move him positions. You know, Zach Martin obviously worked out great, left tackle to guard. Uh, Brandon Scherf, same type of thing uh, for the Redskins. But I don't know, Connor Williams, I don't, I'm not as thrilled about that move as I am those guys. Um, I'd feel better about Braden Smith, Will Hernandez, Isaiah Wynn, Austin Corbett, one of those guards on day two. All right, back to Dane. Back to mock draft. All right, Green Bay at 13. Uh, we know they need pass rush help uh, regardless of you know the scheme Mike Pettin decides to go with. Marcus Davenport, UT San Antonio. That's way too high. Eh, what where, where round do you have him in? Three. Ooh. It's, it's a traits pick. I mean, he's he's a he's a big athlete with a hoops background. He, Is he in an all-star game? He'll be at the Senior Bowl. He'll be at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Good chance for him I to, could move him way up. Yeah. I'm giving myself an out here. I could move him way up. It's mid I mean, I watched him play against right. guys that had no chance. Well, and, that, and that's absolutely fair. I mean, he's he, a rush down the middle guy, run into your chest, and he push. destroyed North Texas. Yeah. The running back who tried to block him in the Louisiana Tech game, he died. I mean, it, it was a bad, it, it was not fair competition for a lot of things that he can do. You're, I think you're absolutely right. Senior Bowl will be a big opportunity for him to, uh, you know, prove he belongs to be this high. Uh, as I have him in this mock. 14, Washington. Deron Payne. Back-to-back years. Redskins going Alabama defensive line. You got two nose tackles going in the top 15. How am I going to get yeah. my nose tackle at 19? Sorry, you're not. 15, Arizona. You're going to make Calvin Ridley make it. That's what you're going to do. 15, Arizona. Calvin Ridley. No. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Okay. Makes uh, sense. Carson Palmer's gone. You know, we don't know about the coaching staff yet, so there's plenty of... You know, questions up in the air, but where it stands right now, they need a quarterback. Baker Mayfield, I think that'd be a lot of fun in Arizona. Uh, that, in a lot of ways, that roster is built to win now. I mean, it's an older roster. They got dudes on defense. Larry Fitzgerald, you assume, is going to be back. Uh, David Johnson's ready to go right now. Baker Mayfield can step in and you know, hand him the reins of the offense. Should be interesting to see what they do now. I think Arizona could also be in play for Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum, and free agency. But where we stand right now, Baker Mayfield, sixteen, Baltimore. Calvin Ridley. You, uh, it, what a stupid mock. 
Baltimore had two wide receivers last year. Two down. wide receivers last year with with over twenty catches. Yeah, they're terrible. They they just I mean, Brashad Perryman, the first round receiver they took a couple years ago, has not worked out. He can't stay healthy and on the field. Mike Wallace, Jeremy Macklin, you know, nice pickups off the trash heap, but you need to bring a young playmaker if you're gonna help out your quarterback, help out the run game. That's Calvin Ridley. He'll be able to create his own spacing before and after the catch. So Calvin Ridley, 16 in Baltimore. I'm having to pull up my board to see what I'm doing at 19. 17, the Chargers, Derwin James. Uh, kind of goes against what Chargers usually do um, in the first round, but sometimes you have to kind of buck the trend when a Derwin James is there, big-time athlete who you expect the best football to be ahead of him. 18, the Seahawks, Josh Jackson, corner. Uh, we know they could use some corner help, and Josh Jackson has uh, kind of the strengths uh, of his game is what Seattle looks for. Uh, big, long, he's a playmaker, ball skills, instincts. What he did this past year for Iowa kind of put him in this conversation to go this high. Uh, so good on him. I have him 18 to the Seattle. 19 in the Cowboys. What's your guess? Well, my highest rated guy left is actually a guy I watched last night. Mike Hughes, mm. Central Florida cornerback. That would be my highest guy. And then what about on the defensive line? Is Maurice Hurst gone? That's the pick. Okay. That's him. Yeah. Okay. Maurice Hurst. And I, I think they were going to hear a lot of Cowboys fans on Michigan D line back to back years in the first round. Well, I think on that one, it would depend if uh, you'll know David Irving things before the draft, right? right. If he's uh, and there's a, there's he's a, a restricted good, free agent. Yeah. If somebody signs him to a deal and the Cowboys take their pick and let him walk. I think there's a good chance that happens. Then I could see that pick. Yeah. And I think there's a good chance that happens. They move Malik Collins to the one, uh, the one technique. Uh, you add Maurice Hurst, who does have experience as a nose. He can play the one as well. But you How much should, does he weigh? He, he looks like he's like a 280. He's 290. We'll see okay. at, the, at the Senior Bowl what he weighs in at, which would be interesting. But uh, And with, I, I think with Christian Wilkins, the Clemson D-tackle going back to school, this is a big chance for Maurice Hurst to really kind of plant his flag as one of the top players. Uh, and he has a good chance to do it at the Senior Bowl, so we'll see. He might not even be available here at 19, but if he is, I think he makes a lot of sense. Uh, play the under tackle and Marinelli scheme. 20, uh, the Lions, Billy Price, the center, help uh, stabilize the interior of the Lions' offensive line. Hold on, where's Billy Price from? The Ohio State University. Okay, I got to add him to my guys to hurry up and watch. Yeah, he's, he's he started 55 games at Ohio State. No other player in Ohio State history has played that many games. He's he's, just, he's a bully. JT Barrett hadn't played 55? Oh, because he got benched. He got hurt. He was hurt. Oh, yeah. Hurt. Hurt. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, and then Urban Meyer made the decision to start Cardale over him. And yeah. he quickly rectified that. Uh, Buffalo, 21. Buffalo's weird. They have 21st and 22nd picks. We know they need a quarterback. Uh, could they make a move? Could they package 21 and 22 to go up and get their guy if they see him? Nah, just pick Lamb Lamb. Something to watch. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Um, not, not at this pick. Mark? Uh, Buffalo at 21, Mike McGlinchey, tackle. Okay. Uh, upgrade the uh, off, offensive side of, of the line. And then on, on the 22nd pick, more offense. Christian Kirk, uh, they traded for Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, they drafted Zay Jones in the second round last year. Christian Kirk had another weapon to that offense. So whoever you have a quarterback, he's going to help out. Uh, that offense with McGlinchey and Christian Kirk, uh, instantly better for Buffalo. 23. Who's their quarterback? I have no idea. Okay. Um, moving forward, yeah. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback this year. Peterman, yeah, but they've been trying to run him out for... I know. Peterman, uh, you know, maybe they have some hope for him. Maybe yeah, they let's go, play Peterman. Maybe they go after Cousins or Keenum or whatever, but, you know, I 
Sam Bradford's going to play six weeks in Buffalo. If they've been trying to run Tyrod Taylor out, why would they draft Lamar Jackson? Uh, they're just similar styles, you know, with using their legs. They need development as a passer. I just, I don't see it. I, but I do think there's a good chance we could see them package those two picks. Trade up for Josh Allen. Uh, Twenty-three. The Rams. Mike Hughes, Central oh, Florida. Oh, good pick. Press man corner. My uh, guy. Hey, my guy. My guy. I did, Mike this, I did this mock draft before you even watched him. Okay. Uh, and there's some things to figure out about him. He was North Carolina. He got kind of left under some certain circumstances. He got into a fight at a fraternity house after a game. I'm not going to blame him for that, knowing what I know about fraternities. <laughs> I'm going to assume that the frat people were in the wrong. Hey, Sigma Nu. Um, so this guy, he went to JUCO last year. You're a frat guy, Dane? I'm a proud fraternity member of Sigma Nu. Oh. Right, guy. Uh, that was also a long time in my life. Aren't you wearing a button-up shirt where the end of it kind of comes out underneath your shirt that you wear over? That's it? not nice to stereotype. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, fair point. My bad. Uh, Hughes, he got kicked out of. Well, yeah, he didn't technically get kicked out. He left, but had some issues in North Carolina last year, 2016. Spent at the JUCO level, and he did everything: corner, safety. He played on offense, running back, wide receiver. Tried to go to South Carolina, didn't qualify in time with his uh, degree from the Uh-oh. JUCO level. Went to UCF, Uh-oh. and he was a star this past year. Uh, had four touchdowns, what, two on kicks, one on punt, Okay, one I only watched him play defense, and after he caught a pick and was running, I said, yeah. he should be a returner. Oh, yeah. He, he, is. he was okay. top five in the FBS in punt return yards and kick return yards. Nice. Uh, okay. Big-time player. So I think he's got some issues in off coverage, but as a press man corner, uh, good luck. He, he's a stud. Uh, 24, the Carolina Panthers, Orlando Brown, big offensive tackle. Uh, they could use some offensive line help there. Tennessee at 25, Sam Hubbard, pass rusher from Ohio State. Uh, guy can bring some juice off the edge. 26, Atlanta Falcons. I think this is the guy you watched last night. Harrison Phillips from Stanford, who... You're going to have to tell me the game to watch. A guy with his... I, mean, I just I, saw a guy... Yeah, and but I said when we were watching because there he's kind of playing the nose in a four yeah. three or in a three four a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and I thought you know what maybe a three four team takes him sticks him at end, and he's just a solid player. I, just, I didn't I don't know I didn't I was watching him and I was waiting for something where it was like whoo and I I just didn't get it. He, I, he's not a flashy guy, but when you he had 103 tackles this year. What 103. You know how hard that is for an interior defensive lineman? Yeah. The, uh, the number two interior defensive lineman in tackles this year was Ed Oliver, the stud from Houston. He had 73. So he had 30 more tackles than the next best defensive interior defensive I, lineman. You know who's keeping the stats there at Stanford. So, I mean, the production, I think, matches the tape. He's not a playmaker, but he had 17 and a half tackles for, tackles for loss, 103 total tackles. What's more impressive about this guy Double, double. De- he graduated a double degree from Stanford in three and a half years. Uh, big time, intangible guy. Uh, he's going to be a senior bowl guy. So eager to see him in Mobile. What's his first name? Harrison. Harrison mm-hmm. Phillips. Mm-hmm. Real smart guy. Hundred tough tackles. Strong D tackle. Hundred some tackle. If you want flashy, he's not your guy. If you want a good football player, Harrison Phillips, your guy. Twenty seven. New Orleans Saints. Uh, I went with Dallas Goddard. Uh, I know this team could use more defense, as improved as it was, but... He runs on his tiptoes. That's okay. That's oh, just what I want to... It still works. I just wanted you... Would you, you like Goddard when you looked at him? 
I liked him. Yeah. I liked him. Another senior bowl guy. He runs like Witten. Yeah. He looks just like him running around, except uh, a little more agile than 35-year-old yeah, deceptively fast. Like, yeah. you know, he's not going to... He's more n- nimble yeah. than power. Yeah. He's a nimble tight end. But he's, but he's, he's nifty. He is, but he's got strength, too. Uh, we'll see what he does at the senior bowl against FBS competition. Pittsburgh, 28, Ronnie Harrison. Um, help, you know, we saw what that defense did against the Jaguars offense. A guy that can help to kind of rebuild the, the Pittsburgh image that we think about uh, on defense. 29, Jacksonville Jaguars. Cortland Sutton, your favorite wide receiver in this draft. Uh, yeah, Allen Robinson, Marquise Lee, both free agents. Uh, they've done well drafting D.D. Westbrook, that Cole kid that's come on. Uh, still have Hearns there. They need some size. Cortland Sutton gives it to him. Uh, Blake Bortles is going to be your quarterback. You need some receivers to help him out. 30, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Chikuma Okafora. What do you think about him? Haven't seen him yet. Offensive tackle, Western Michigan. This Haven't guy, seen him this yet. This guy's really intriguing. Western Michigan is just churning out offensive linemen. And this guy, he moved to the U.S. in like, what, 2010 from Botswana. Uh, you know, still very green. Uh, but when you look at him, the first time you see him, you're like, holy crap, that's Tyron Smith. I, just the way he can carry his his weight, the way he moves is really impressive. So I think just based on traits alone, now there's plenty of questions. I think he's a little soft. I think he's not a natural football player right now, but those traits have a good chance of landing him in round one. Minnesota Vikings at 31. Uh, and it, Sorry, these last four picks are just based off record. Uh, we'll find out the last four order of the draft order here in the next few weeks. But for now, Minnesota 31. I'm taking Taven Bryan from Florida. The three-tech. Have you looked at Bryan yet? Uh, I blimp cammed him. He's so I'm on blimp cam. Yeah, against like, flash player. Yeah, exactly. And when it flashes, it looks really, really good. Exactly. Uh, he's a really good athlete. When he has a chance to, when he's one on one, he can snatch and pull and use his power and quickness together. He looks outstanding. But he's a little bit of a liability versus the run. Uh, there's plenty of holes in his game, which is why he's a second round grade. But here in the late first, this is where we start to see second rounders come off the board. Taven Bryan, you plug him in that defense, Minnesota. Goes from an awesome defense to an even better defense. 32, final pick in this mock. The fifth corner off the board. What's your guess? Uh, I don't know because I've always seen... Oh, no, no, no. I've seen the Oliver guy from Colorado. I've seen Holton Hill from Texas. I'm going to guess it's Jair Alexander or Carlton Davis. You're a good guesser. Jair Alexander. Who Thank you. He's a little undersized. Was hurt most of this year. Dang it. So they're all undersized except Minka. And that's why Minka is going to go in the top five. Well, Jair Alexander, if he gets to 5'11 at the combine, that's a win. So he's not tiny, but he's not, size is not a strength well, If Mike Hughes gets to 5'11, that's a win, right? Probably, yeah. If Denzel Ward gets to 5'10, it's a win. Yep. We got some little ones. We do. But you mentioned Oliver and Carlton Davis, some bigger guys. Um, but Jair Alexander gives me a Joe Hayden vibe. Just He's a tough dude, smart. Uh, he he was a, actually going to be a wide receiver at Louisville, so we know he can catch the ball. He did that plenty as a corner. So I think there's a lot to like about Jair, Jair Alexander with Malcolm Butler's future up in the air in New England. Alexander, plug him in at corner uh, for the Patriots. So there's the first round mock up. Good job, Dane. It's my first one since uh, Thanksgiving. So nice mock. Uh, plenty of changes to to talk about. When's the next one? Next week. I hope not. Hopefully, probably after the Senior Bowl, sometime oh. between the Senior Bowl and the Combine. Okay. Uh, That's what the people want. It is, and we'll probably extend it to you know two rounds by then. So I'm writing for a website, but I'm about to just start doing mock drafts only. 
Yeah, yeah. that's what people want. Wait, Just to get the click. Yeah, you're at what? Upset now, right? Yeah, upsetsports.com. Check How's that, that going? BFW Sports. Right, uh, my prospects. It's awesome. and... I'm having a great time. Good. Doing all sorts of stuff. I just do whatever I want, which is my favorite thing. Hey, having that freedom. Like one week, it's, hey, here's all the Texas guys on one page. The there next, you go. The next day, it's like, hey, here's a scouting report on one player. Ooh, <laughs> and here's a fan speak mock draft. I just do whatever I want. Nice. Great. All right, let's talk about the Senior Bowl here before we uh, wrap this up. Plenty of storylines that we could really talk about. Um, you know, I mentioned there, there's seven Senior Bowlers uh, in that mock draft I just mentioned, so plenty of first-round options. The quarterbacks are always the story, especially this year. This might be the best. I don't know if I should say best because two years ago we had Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott, but the most hyped group of quarterbacks maybe we've had in a while. Uh, Is Rudolph there? Yes, as of right now. Uh, Allen, Rudolph, Mayfield. I don't don't think Rudolph was too happy about being on the South team with the Texans uh, when Baker and Josh Allen were the North team in Denver, a team that needs a quarterback. so if Mason, well, Pete, man, I remember a month ago uh, there were people who were talking about the first round. Not you, because you're smarter than that. But I saw people talk about Mason Rudolph as like a first round quarterback. And I'm sitting man. here watching college football, going, I haven't even studied him yet, and you are wrong. I, I mean, I I get why college football fans would think that, you know, with the stats and production he puts up. But I've yet to talk to an NFL guy who says he's a top fifty pick. Um, so Mason Rudolph going to the Senior Bowl is a good step for him. I see him as more in the A.J. McCarron vein where he's, uh, you know, he can go as early as a third round possibly, but he's more of a spot starter, backup, that type of guy. You're going to have to, he's going to have to prove it to you before you actually stamp a uh, an early round grade on him as a future starter. Um, but, you know, we talked about, we talked about it a little bit earlier with Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield with the Denver Broncos staff. How will that play out? Watching those two together, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, I don't have any problems with his arm strength, just watching him on film. But man, just don't throw after Josh. I was gonna say going right after Josh, it's gonna be a no. Baker's pretty gonna big go first. There. I guarantee you. Uh, I, mean, I know. I don't, Baker, I don't know if I know, that's much better. I don't know a ton, and that's fine. I just know that he's going to do it. Yeah. Baker's the kind of dude that if it's like, hey, jog to the polling back, he's gonna sprint to make sure that he finishes first. You're not wrong. He's gonna try hard and talk trash. You're not wrong. Um, I mentioned Cortland Sutton. He's out. He declined his invitation. Uh, the UGA Georgia running backs. Uh, Michelle and Chubb are not going. It's it's tough for running backs in an, uh, an all-star setting like this to really help yourself. Um, I think the best thing for running backs is pass protection, really. Those pass protection drills, that's where I think running backs can help themselves at a senior bowl or a shrine game. But we won't get a chance to see the Georgia running backs. Um, I think it's a big week for Dallas Goddard, uh, who we talked about. Uh, really did almost all of his damage against FCS competition. How will he look going up against FBS uh, linebackers and safeties? That should be fun to watch. Uh, another smaller school guy we talked about in the first round, Marcus Davenport. Chance for him to make a lot of money. Uh, UCF, we talked about Mike Hughes. Uh, but UCF is a pair of players who will be at the Senior Bowl who I think have a chance to rise. Uh, finished up my tape study on both of them yesterday. Sha- Shaquem Griffin, who is best known for not having his left hand and still being an outstanding player for UCF. And then Traquan Smith, a wide receiver, junior who came out early, graduated. Uh, as a graduate, he is able to be at the Senior Bowl. Both these guys I'm eager to see live. Griffin is just, he's so much fun to watch. He, I guarantee you he's going to get drafted because... Missing a hand. He is. And I'm not saying he's going to get drafted high. Like, I wouldn't take him in the top 100 picks. Somewhere on day three, early day three, I think he's going to get drafted because his play speed, 
everything he brings to the field, you can use that on special teams and then bring him in certain roles as a sub package player. I, I brought us. That would be the most impressive. Talk- that would be the most impressive accomplishment I can think of in football. Yeah. If you could oh, make yeah. it to the highest level missing a hand. That's it's I mean, it's Jim Abbott did it in baseball. Uh, right, but pitcher. Jim Abbott's job was to throw the ball. Exactly. And, this and, dude's job is to stop right. people. A big difference. Really good human beings, the best in the world, at moving a football forward, and he can do it without a hand. That would be incredible. That would be awesome. I think on special teams where just run as fast as you can down the field and, hit and be a kamikaze and yeah, I'd look to take out guys. I think he can do that. And then on special teams or on defense in certain packages, bring him in and let him rush off the edge. His speed off the edge is special. There were times he plays too fast at times. Watching him on tape, there were times he missed a quarterback twice on the same play because he's that fast, but he also plays a little bit too fast. So I think he's going to get drafted uh, somewhere. I, I gave him a fourth, fifth round grade. Uh, that's where I would feel comfortable drafting him. Traquan Smith is a good player, a big physical. You know, Brandon Marshall came out of the UCF program. Traquan Smith kind of has a similar, I mean, he's not that big, but he plays big. Uh, so I think Traquan Smith is going to be a player that can help himself uh, in Mobile. A smaller school guy to watch. Uh, there's plenty of them. Uh, Phil Savage loves to collect the small schoolers on the senior bowl roster. But one to watch, Desmond Harrison, West Georgia. Uh, former Texas kid. Hold on. Who was West Georgia last year? Was there not a West Georgia guy? Dylan Donahue, the pass rusher. Ah, yep, yep, yeah. yep. White kid, uh, White longer kid. hair. What? I'm painting a picture. What? Okay. <laughs> I'm just painting a picture. I'm. Uh, how many times do we get to talk about Dylan Donahue? Not very often. Uh, Desmond Harrison, uh, not a white kid. Uh, he went to okay. Texas. He started in Austin. And he, there's, Latino. <laughs> no. Asian guy. No. Uh, there were some weed issues. There were some lazy issues. Uh, goes to D2 level and he dominates. Uh, Delta. Watching him on, st- on tape, Delta State had no shot. Uh, their pass rushers off the edge, no shot. Desmond Harrison has a chance to be really, really good if he fixes a few things and he stays focused. So uh, Desmond Harrison, definitely a player to watch in Mobile. Um, have, have you looked at Alabama court, Levi Wallace? I know we've talked about it before. No, I've seen, he's, is he 39? Yeah. We, we, okay, yeah. so I noticed him a lot when we were watching exactly. Zika because people challenged him a lot and he made a whole bunch of plays. Exactly. He looked like a little bit off the top of my head. I remember him being, I don't remember if he was short but kind of thinnish, mm-hmm. but competitive as hell. Maybe not fast in terms of down the field long speed, but dude was competitive and dude made plays on the football bunch. Yeah, and that's I think you're exactly right because with all the other studs in that Alabama secondary, Levi Wallace saw a lot of balls thrown his way. <laughs> he batted a lot of them and he, down. Yeah, he, he led the team in pass breakups. He, he really st- stood up to the challenge, accepted it, and played really well. He's not a speed guy. And we're going to see at the Senior Bowl how that works out in one-on-one drills against wide receivers. Probably my favorite drill of Senior Bowl week is watching the wide receivers and corners go man-to-man um, and the quarterback throw out the ball, give him a chance, see who comes down with it. So eager to see how, how Levi Wallace does in that type of setting. I, I think he's a he's a top 100 pick. I feel confident about that. Just trying to figure out, because this corner class, corner, wide receiver, running back, there's just a log jam of these guys in the second round trying to figure out where Levi Wallace fits. I think the Senior Bowl will help with that. Uh, we're talking about separation among the wide receivers, Gallup, James Washington, Jaleel Scott, uh, Marcel Aitman, uh, Lazard, Jamon Moore from Missouri. Uh, this will be a chance to hopefully differentiate each one and get a better picture for where they stack up. 
And then the last player I want to talk about uh, for the Senior Bowl, Jalen Holmes, defensive end from Ohio State, a guy that got overlooked by Tyquan Lewis, Sam Hubbard, uh, Baby Bosa. Jalen Holmes was a big-time recruit, kind of waited his turn. All the traits are there. He's body beautiful. The uh, I'm sorry? Body beautiful. That means he's well put together. Yeah, you want him the first guy off the bus type of dude. Oh, Taco. Kind of. Looks yeah. good in the uniform. Yeah, but this guy I think is a better player. And plus, you don't have to use a first-round pick on him. Uh, but eager to see what he does in Mobile. I think he could be a riser as well. So. You didn't have to use a first-round pick on Taco either. Well, no, you didn't need to, but you sure didn't. That's what happened. Back to you, Dane. Uh, that's all I got. Senior Bowl. It's uh, starts weigh-ins are next Tuesday, and then uh, practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I'll be live in Mobile, uh, so watch for updates on Twitter and and the like. So, uh, looking forward to it. This is uh, going to be one of the bank uh, better uh, as of right now. As of uh, you know Tuesday, we haven't had any major guys pull out, uh, which it always happens. Hopefully the the losses are minimal this year. There's not too much damage, but as it stands right now, the talent is looking like one of the uh, best senior bowl rosters we've seen in a while. I'm looking through. Uh, I did the tweet thing where I yeah. sent out a tweet when we do trust the tape. The fun part is that most of the questions we answered without me reading them. Good. Any <laughs> other, any other questions? Let's that? see. Tremaine Edmonds stuff. We've talked about Payne from Alabama. Mm-hmm. You've got him as a first round player. Pain? You grade him as a, you grade him as a first or one two? Give him a one two. Okay, that's about where I think I would have him. Yeah, Hurst is my only. I gave Hurst a one, and then I've got Payne and Vea as one twos. Uh, are running backs valued more with the effect Camara and Hunt had this season? I do think it's a little bit different of what you want from a running back now. Some people probably still want downhill runners. Hell, Jacksonville did. I mean, I, but the dudes who can run, catch, block. Explosive after catch. And Kamara should have went in the second round, but somehow he fell to the third. So, I mean, we saw two running backs go in the top 10 last year. We're going to see another one go in the top 10 this year. So, I mean, I get what he's saying, but there's just going to be so many running backs this year that I don't think teams are too worried about not finding one that they're going to have to reach. DJ Moore, realistic at 19. That's a bit rich, but I mean, I, I don't think it's impossible he goes in the first round. No, well, I don't think it's impossible. I think we're going to like him a lot more than yeah. teams will just because he's short. Yeah. I mean, if, if he comes in at 5'10, that's a win for him, yeah. probably. So he's short, but man, he's so much fun. I mean, I. Team's got to blow that group think up. If you think he's awesome and he's going to be good, pick him. He's got a Steve Smith vibe yeah. to his tape. He really does with his toughness, uh, the play speed, very good route runner. Love me some DJ Moore. I where is he in your wide receiver ranking? I mean, Calvin Ridley's one. I need the Senior Bowl, and then I'm gonna have to watch everybody again yeah. because I've got Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, Washington at Oklahoma State, Anthony Miller, all in a group. Yeah, got them all in a group. Yeah, Senior Bowl is gonna help me with Gallup, I think, and Washington. Agree. Yeah, and I'm right now. I have Miller at the back of the group, but I was watching somebody else last night, and Miller was in the game. I, that's Hughes. wrong. He's going to move up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fun battle. Yeah, Miller's going to move up. He's not at the back of that group, but I don't know who is. I, I'll figure it out. My top four wide receivers, I feel confident about: Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, Anthony Miller. Those are my top four wide receivers. Um, I don't see that changing. I think I, I think like you. I think you're probably right because DJ Moore and Anthony Miller. It's easier for me to define why they're going right. to be successful than Gallup and Washington. I think five between five and like ten, twelve, even five to fifteen. That'll be tough for me to figure out. Yeah. Uh, but I feel good about my top four. All right, we're good. Are we good here? Awesome. We're good here. Rock and roll. Next uh, week, what we're doing? We're 
You guys are going to do us. I think next week you'll be at the Senior Bowl. I'll be at the Senior Bowl, so you guys will hold it hold it down here and do an episode. And We'll try to do one Tuesday as usual, and, and then we'll when do you a, get back, we'll do one Friday. Yeah, we'll do a wrap-up Senior Bowl edition uh, a week from this Friday. So we'll double it up. It'll be good. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this thing, and Dane's going to tell you what he'd like you to leave in the comment section. Um, your favorite month of the year. And why, or just... And why. Okay, because it would be great if we just had a bunch of reviews that just said January, May, <laughs> August. Why is it your favorite confused. month of the year? All right, rock and roll, everybody. We love you. Trust the tape. We will talk to you next week twice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.